This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please, folks, do not hesitate to reach out to us with questions, topics for future shows, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, here's one word I want everybody to think about for a second. Parents. Now, they bring us into the world. They care for us. They show us the ropes. They send us on our way into adulthood. And where would many of us be without them? But that said, there's also a point in time when many of our parents are going to need us just as much as we needed them when we were young. As our parents age, many of them are going to need our help with finances, among other things. And that isn't to say that you should expect to provide your parents with money, though for some that may be a reality. But in most cases, that work revolves around helping your folks navigate Social Security, Medicare, retirement income, and the tidal wave of paperwork that's often a part of retirement. But before we get into today's topic, and speaking of tidal waves, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Short. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It's great to be back. Uh, we were both on a little hiatus. I actually went on a vacation with my family, and it's the first time, Matt, that all five of us have taken a family trip together in over six years. So that was wow. Really, yeah. Yeah. You know, when the kids get older and, you know, they're in college, things, it doesn't happen as often as you'd like. But that was so great. We went whitewater rafting. The girls went horseback riding. Uh, we went hiking through the mountains. Just uh, we, a friend let us use their Airbnb, which is about 35 miles north of Aspen. Just beautiful country up there. It is pretty. Yeah. Very, very pretty country. Yeah. The highlight was probably the whitewater rafting. We had a blast. Hit some class fives, did you, Tony? We did not. No, no, no. We uh, mainly class threes. One was between a three and a four, but yeah, so like a three and a half. Yeah, (laughs) that would be that would be accurate. Or a three point five, repeating, of course. (laughs) Repeating, of course. (laughs) We digress. We digress. How was your time? Repeating five. (laughs) Uh, How have you been, Matt? Um, good. Up until I'm now struggling on the repeating five concept. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Jenkins. All right. All right. <laughs> I've been great. I actually, you know, as you know, we both had a daughter graduate this year. Yeah. Uh, from high school, and mine just we just had her uh, graduation get together here at the house. So I had some family in town this past weekend, nice. and I got to cook a ton of good food. For people had people bringing great food over to the house, and. Uh, I had some relatives around, so a bunch of people around, just 
lot of a lot of action, a lot of fun, and a lot of catching up. So, it, you know, something a year ago none of us were doing. So it was just a it was a really nice day, really nice weekend. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. Sounds relaxing. And so, uh, this topic you've picked for today: helping your parents with their finances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that's a good one. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, a lot of us, um, you know, uh, a lot of us, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we have, you know, we don't listen to our parents when we're younger and then, when, <laughs> and then when we get older and they get older, they don't listen to us when we're trying to help them. So, right. so it's kind of a catch 22 It kind of rolls reverse later in life. And I think a lot of people are dealing with that. And I think it applies to a lot of people out there. And generally speaking, obviously, people are living longer than ever before, which also means that we end up helping our parents with financial and healthcare issues. And I'm sure as uh, we get into this topic today, uh, you know, uh, we'll talk about how you don't want to do that in a way that's going to put your own retirement strategy at risk. Uh, You want to help your parents, but you also need to make sure you're saving for retirement. And I think, you know, think about it, Matt, how many people are in their late fifties, early sixties have parents in their eighties who need financial guidance or help. I think it's easy to imagine some people taking a bite out of their own retirement to help the parents they love so much. Do you, do you ever see that happening? I do. Uh, you know, we've talked about this, even this concept, no matter what generation you're from and which generation you're looking towards up or down, you do have you want to make sure you have your plan in place and that helping others isn't jeopardizing that plan. There's going to be things you're going to do as a parent, as a kid, as a grandchild to want to help the other generations, but you have to make sure you're not putting yourself at at risk. If you're on a boat, you you don't, and somebody doesn't have a life jacket, you know, that the life-saving technique is you don't just jump in the water and go get them, right? You make sure you have a life jacket on, you get, you secure things, you get that person to the boat. You want to keep everybody together. So, you know, just going at it without a plan and and not making sure that you're also safe and trying to save somebody else can, can put some of those things at risk. So we are going to talk, touch on that some of it. You don't want to destroy yourself along the way, but you do love these people and you want to be able to help in any way you can. Now, when it comes to helping elderly parents with their finances, it's important to not, again, forget about your path to retirement. It's the, if your parents, of course, I don't think would want that for you anyway. Now, right. um, there's a, there's, it is an article from the nonprofit associated for long-term, or, I'm sorry, association for long-term care planning. And they have a article called 11 secrets to helping elderly parents financially without going broke. It's got some really great advice. Uh, one of the first things they talk about is bringing up finances with your parents it's rarely a pleasant task. Same way it wasn't when your parents brought it up to you as a kid and you had to listen to the things or, you know, whichever generation, whichever way, again, it goes. Now, after all, your parents are the ones who've always been in charge of the family. And then once you bring up finances, sometimes that power dynamic shifts a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, That's true. And so, you know, you have to tread carefully uh, in that area with your mom and dad, with your parents. And so I think you hit on an important factor there that prevents a lot of people from sitting down with their elderly parents to talk about finances. It's not easy. And like you stated so well, for years or decades, in fact, your parents were the ones calling the shot. Yeah. Now, listen, if you've done this right from the beginning, you've already had these conversations. 
Well, your parents, yeah. your, you know, if your parents were working with a financial services professional, they had these talks with you. They were helping you along the way to make good decisions, to put a plan in place. They have one in place. But I can't. Uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of people in their later 70s, 80s at this point who never had a financial plan. Didn't even really know what one was. They thought their financial plan was, I'm going to retire someday. That was their financial plan. And they did, but quite often not with all the all the resources they needed. So, you know, it, it isn't going to be perfect. But let's say in addition to the discomfort of actually perhaps that dynamic shift, uh, some parents may also be concerned that finances are only coming up because their kids are worried about their inheritance. And while I will tell you, I have seen that be the case before, it's it's smaller than people really being caring about their parents. According, it is important to make sure your folks know you're only bringing up the topic because you love them. You want them to enjoy their golden years and comfort and happiness. And once you sat them down to talk finances, be frank, be open. Once everyone's cards are on the table, you can begin to make real progress. And if you think it would help soothe things, bring them to a third party financial services professional. That person can help be viewed as a neutral party whose guidance is based on logic rather than emotion. And, you know, it doesn't have to be your advisor. It can be so uh, just a, a new advisor. But if you have one that you, you can trust and you're going to lay your cards on the table and be frank, they're going to be able to see you're not after this. You know, you're not after their things. You want to help them. And the financial services professional may be able to be that, that sounding board to help them get to where they need to be. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important. And obviously, um, you know, uh, I think it's a huge factor. And people in my own life uh, who have had to have these conversations with their parents, their elderly parents, uh, they tell me you got to keep the conversation short to the point and also find a way to allow the parents to maintain some degree of control over their finances. That's always helpful, right? Yeah. You know, mo I think great points. You got to remember, no parent ever wants to be a burden to their kid. Right. But, you know, let's face it, all kids were burdens to their parents. Sure, but it was for a, years, yes. Yeah. But your parents never saw it that way. Most parents don't see it that way. I shouldn't say yours didn't, but, um, and I don't mean that tongue-in-cheek. I'm just saying most parents don't <laughs> so consider their kids. Most parents don't consider their kids a burden. It, it, if it is, it's an acceptable one. It's one they looked forward to. It, it's not a painful thing. You want to help this thing you created, right? So you have... You have that unconditional love, so you don't consider it a burden. We think we, as we get older, we don't want to be a burden on our kids. In my opinion, you know, if I have the chance to somehow be able to take care of my mother the way she took care of me for the first part of my life, that's a gift. It's not a burden, you know? So being able to pay that back is something I, I, I hope I don't have to do because I hope her life just goes perfectly smoothly and the way we all planned it. But if something happens where I have to, or I, I get to be able to take care of her. To me, that's a gift being able to repay all those years and hours and all that time and effort and frustration and late nights or whatever it is she put into it. So remember, I think it's important to remind your, your family, if, if you think it's going to be a burden, you're probably not going to have these conversations anyway. If you need to reframe it, let them understand how much they mean to you and how this is your way of doing what they did for you. If they taught you right, you're going to want to do this anyway. Again, the, the earlier you get to these conversations, the less painful they're going to be. Try talking to your parents before they're in their 80s about their finances. Yeah. Maybe it'll be way more comfortable. They'll be able to maintain the power dynamic 
It won't shift. It'll be an even power balance because you're all working towards common goals. Now, you know, get a good, clear picture of their current retirement income. If it, once you get this going, that is what you need to understand. And that's a really good way to let them also know that you're not after inheritance. You want to make sure they have enough money to live the life they want to live in retirement. Right. If they're just nearing retirement, you know, help volunteer to help them with their social security process. That's never fun. And it's not a ton. Uh, it's not the easiest thing for people to do. And as you age, all of that gets more and more frustrating. So doing that will help you get the data you need to assess the broader retirement income stream. Is that article we were talking about before in there, it shows you 33% of baby boomers have no retirement savings and 16% have only 16% have more than $10,000 in retirement savings. Those numbers can be a little scary if you think about it. Yeah. That, where are your parents going to fall on that? You know, after you've crunched the numbers with your parents, if it's clear they're likely facing a retirement income gap, you should pivot to helping them fill that gap as quickly as possible. And if you're not a financial services professional, that is really when, if you haven't sat down with one yet, you might want to help them get in touch with one. Yeah, for sure. Retirement will be a wonderful adventure and we'll do it together. With a British <laughs> accent, it's even better. <laughs> it is better. But you're right. I mean, this is another opportunity to remind our listeners of just the importance of working with a financial services professional like yourself, Matt. I mean, you know, if you're currently handling your own finances, adding your parents' financial management to the table is a lot to ask, I think. Mm -hmm. Clearly, as someone like yourself, Matt, you're going to go a long way in helping relieve some of that burden. And uh, you, you simply need to bring your parents in uh, to that professional's office. They can all work with you. And then I think, you know, you're well-versed in working with elderly people and their kids and getting them all on the same page. And so, uh, that's really important. And if our listeners want to do that, if they want to set up that no charge, no obligation consultation, how do they do it? They can give us a call, uh, 800-339-9252, or they can visit us online and request from the website, compass-ltd.com. And, you know, we've been talking about some of the ways that you can begin to have these conversations about finances with your elderly parents. And I think it's a critical topic. So where do you want to go next, Matt? Well, next thing I want to talk about, it, it, get back to that article, it recommends working with your parents to change their spending habits or reduce their expenses if you determine that they have a retirement income gap. So a lot of elderly folks are already fairly frugal, but some do struggle to balance their income and expenses. Sometimes it's way more than you would think, too, but the balancing can be as simple as a few tweaks to how high the thermostat is set or, or what grocery store they shop at. But there's also bigger factors to consider. You know, the largest might be long-term care. If your parents are still in good health, they therefore probably haven't looked into long-term care, they may be laboring under the assumption that long-term care is covered by either Medicare or Medicaid, and you really need to cure them of that false assumption immediately. That is fake news. Uh, it is important for older Americans to factor the potential for long-term care into the retirement financial strategy. Retirement costs money. So true. And you mentioned Fairly Frugal. That was the name of the band I was in in high school. Uh, <laughs> Fairly Frugal. What a great band name. <laughs> when you said it, that's the first thing I thought of. Well, and, you know, we have mentioned this, that the value of working with somebody like yourself, Matt. And I think we need to do that because you mentioned long-term care. And 
you know, when it comes to long-term care, it, chances are the sticker price is going to shock people. No matter where you live, it's expensive, but there are options. You've talked about them on past shows, and there are a few better people equipped to walk you or your elderly parents through those potential long-term care options. Uh, and I think that's just a huge, huge part of retirement planning that cannot be missed. It is a huge sticker shock. Straight long-term care is very unaffordable for a lot of people these days, but there are a lot of options, but no one uh, size fits all kind of thing. So it's it's definitely going to be unique to each person's sp specific situation, but absolutely something that needs to be addressed. Now, another good option to help your parents, especially streamlining their expenses and keep more money in their pocket, is downsizing their home. Now, I will be the first to admit that if you're Parents have lived in their home for decades. It's going to be a tough conversation. Uh, something my mother, my mother just went through, and I did it with my in-laws a couple of years ago. Nobody can put a price on the love many people have for their home. There's, there's so many memories, all the love that's in those walls. Um, that said, if your parents are still living in the home you grew up in, with you know lots of bedrooms, long staircases, things like that, helping them move into a retirement community, smaller apartment, smaller home, will not only help them financially, it'll actually make them safer too. Yeah. Yeah. And that safety, I mean, that's huge. And I, I think it can be sad to say goodbye to your family home, but the, the, that temporary sadness is worth a safer and more vibrant life uh, for the elderly we love and care for. Yes. It was boys to men who said, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. <laughs> but, wow. No, <laughs> listen, <Wow. laughs> it is hard to walk out that door for the last time, but it's also, you know, it, it, everything in life is how you frame it. If it's that accepting of this can be exciting part of the next stage of my life, that's one thing. When you're clinging to the, you know, living in the past is never a comfortable place to be anyway. And when somebody's just in a place that's way beyond what they need and can care for, you can really do a lot to help by helping them downsize. But next piece of advice, on to the next one. Ask your siblings or other relatives for help. Uh, it's yep. It's another hard one, but. I think it's so important. There's emotional toll. There's a physical toll of helping elderly parents manage their finances and do, get through what they're going to be going through. It's very real. Reach out to family members. It's so important, especially if you're providing your parents with money to help them pay their expenses. If you have siblings or relatives who are financially stable, you could ask them to help contribute some money. You should not have to bear the financial burden of your parents alone uh, if you do have siblings that can help. Uh, and if getting financial assistance from others isn't possible, there's still other ways they can contribute. You know, maybe they can clean the house or prepare meals, drive your parents to medical appointments, to the store. Maybe it's just sitting with them, reading. Maybe it's just the companionship. There's ways to make it up besides just the actual financial support. Well, you know, you mentioned relatives who are financially stable, uh, but do I need to have relatives who are mentally stable as well? Because uh, You'd have to find some. That might be a problem with my family. Just um, like I, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I shouldn't. I, I'm just guessing your relatives are like you. They are. They, <laughs> they are. Good guess. Good guess. <laughs> they, yeah. Emotional stability helps too. But yes. And, uh, you know, family. But seriously, on a serious note, family sticks together. Not just when it's easy, but when it's hard, right? More and, importantly, when it's hard. Yeah. And. And I, I understand, let's let's uh, move on to the next point here, tax benefits. I, I've heard there are some potential tax benefits anyway for people who take care of their elderly parents. Is that true? 
There are. And let's just let's qualify this with and and I'm glad we're talking about this, but I don't want any first, I don't want anybody to call just because they're interested in tax benefits for helping their parents. If that's what you <laughs> want to do, please find another advisor. Um, but if you want to under, you know, if you're doing this for the right reasons, you should also take advantage of the tax benefits that come with this, right? Sure. It's very true. There are some, I'm really glad you brought it up. Some medical expenses for the elderly are tax deductible. And if you're taking care of your parents, you may be able to utilize some of the benefits provided to family caregivers. You also may be able to claim your parents' dependence on your own taxes. If you're paying uh, at least half of their living expenses, uh, you know, if you're caring for your elderly parents, providing them direct financial assistance, certainly want to work with a tax specialist who can help make sure your filings reflect what you're doing on behalf of your parents. But again, don't do it for that. I don't think you'll find the rewards as great as you'd hoped. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, you have to do it uh, for more reasons, but it, it is another way to help yourself and help them. Yes, make sure Make sure that their tax situation and your tax situation are good. And I know that is something that you help your clients with. But if that's the sole point, you're saying, hey, you know, we need to talk about the big picture, not just, hey, Matt, I want to I want to save on my taxes by, you know, helping my parents. It's like, (laughs) what? Yeah. 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 Uh, There's another advisor down the road. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And it seems to me that as, as somebody races through their busy day, trying to manage their own job and family on top of giving their parents, you know, rides to the doctor or helping them cover a few bills. I think it can be easy to forget about tracking expenses for tax purposes. So uh, I I do think it's important we brought it up, but uh, obviously when it comes to taxes, you need to be working with a CPA and you need to have that big picture person, a financial services professional like yourself in your corner. A CPA, EA, a tax professional. Yes, Make sure exactly. You're with a tax yeah, and I know that you have your tax professionals there at your office as well. So yes, yep. Uh, so it, it, one more important thing about helping your elderly parents manage their retirement, I, and we touched on this in the beginning: do not neglect your own. You know, if all you're doing is taking care of, if you if you taking care of other people's health while neglecting yours, sooner or later your health's going to suffer, and you're not. No one's going to be helped. The same thing financially. Now we discussed a lot of people are helping their parents navigate retirement, and they're all you know these people are in their fifties and sixties, which means their retirement's just up the road a bit. You know, it's just as important as your parents, and I'd be willing to bet your parents would say the exact same thing. You can also learn from some of the mistakes your parents made with regard to their own retirement strategy. Did they fail to secure a long-term care insurance policy? Don't make that mistake yourself. Is it clear that your parents downsized their home five or 10 years later than they should have? Well, now you know not to make that same mistake. Right. But, and take this for me. I've done this for people and I've had people come to me and I, who say, here's all the mistakes my parents made. I don't want to make those mistakes. Well, you need to be committed to that because I can't tell you how many times people will then so willingly make the same mistake write down what it is you don't want to happen. Follow those same rules you would follow for any goals you're setting so that you can hold yourself more accountable for not making those mistakes. You don't want to start working with a financial professional just to find that they're eventually going to tell you, you know, you're going to need to find another professional if you're not going to listen to my advice here. We're working towards this goal and you just keep doing everything you can to torpedo it. 
figure out what those goals are, keep them written down, keep referring to your plan. And if you figured out these things that your parents did, don't doom yourself to repeating the same history. Yeah, I think that's great. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Matt? Yes, I'm really proud of you for going whitewater rafting. Yeah, I did it. I couldn't believe it. And getting the whole family together. I'm so happy for you. Uh, Last thing I'll tell you, listen, if any of these things click in any one of your ears listening today, give us a call, 800-339-9252. There's no cost, no obligation, initial consultation. We'll sit down. We'll talk about some of these topics, things you need to do to put these plans together, things you could do to help yourself, your parents. Parents, if you see these same things in your kids because they haven't listened, It's the same thing, no matter which generational view you're taking here. One generation can certainly help the next. If you've got a great advisor and your kids aren't doing it, sit down with them and do this talk. If you've got a great advisor and your parents aren't doing it, do the same thing. Uh, Again, it's complimentary. It's no cost, that initial consultation. And uh, other than that, you got any great ideas for future shows, give us, you know, reach out, let us know what you want to do. We're always happy to make some topics of things you're interested in hearing. Yeah. I mean, any topic, pizza. Pizza is Bicycles, a good one. Fishing. I mean, yeah. We'll, co- we'll cover it all. Well, thanks, Matt. This was a great topic today, helping your parents with their finances and making sure they're ready for retirement. I think it's really uh, a good one, and it's an important one. Those are tough conversations to have, uh, but you gave us a lot to think about on today's show. But that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.